welcome to Gutted. I am Elise. And I'm Tony. And we are here to spill our guts about horror films. Thank you for watching, tuning in, listening to another episode of Gutted Horror Podcast. If you're new to the podcast, please subscribe or follow us on YouTube, Instagram, or Spotify at Gutted Horror Podcast or on Twitter at Gutted Horror. Um, you can also email us at guttedhorrorpodcast at gmail.com. Yes, it's true. Uh, and today we are filming a gut reaction episode. Uh, we have watched exactly one half of the movie, The Burning from 1981, directed by Tony Malam. Oh yeah. Uh, it's been on our list for quite a while. So we thought we would do, uh, it'd be perfect for a gut reaction episode. And I really like, we've only done this one other time, but I like the gut reaction format because there are so many horror movies that I have not seen. And this gives us a chance to try to um, test our horror movie trope knowledge. Yeah, it's kind of fun. It kind of plays <laughs> like a game. And last time we did this, we got a little kind of loose and wild with our well, point system. Okay, so. we did it with Ghoulies. Um, <laughs> and if you've seen Ghoulies, you know there's quite a twist of an ending. Yeah, spoiler. <laughs> uh, we are way off in yeah. Ghoulies. So but we should knows? start by just giving a brief recap of what we've seen so far and kind of how we feel about Right, so and this movie came out the year after the first Friday the 13th. Yeah. Uh, which came out in 1980 and this one was 1981. Yeah. So um, the burning and we're at uh, camp, summer camp. Blackfoot. Yeah. That's like where we start. There's teenagers pulling pranks. Mm hmm. Uh, you yeah, know, a very, lot of these same tropes. Very over and reminiscent over. of Camp Crystal Lake. Yeah. Yes. Um, and it's we called ha- Camp Blackfoot. Yeah. We have um, five boys. Mm-hmm. Four of their names we know. The, the ringleader, I don't think they ever said his name. So there's a ringleader who's like, we got to get Cropsy, who's this big poo head. Cropsy is sort of like <laughs> the camp um, He's the caretaker. He's care- the camp caretaker. Like the groundskeeper. Well, his little cabin says caretaker. So, caretaker. And he's always like running around, I guess, with like... Hedge, he do, so that's like clippers. that's sort of like a groundskeeper, right? Yeah, he's the cropper. The, he's the crop. He's, he, he crops the plants. Okay, so he he makes crops the camp the look nice. Yeah, okay. but I guess he's an alcoholic, Ooh. and um, we see his cabin. It's like full of. It's kind open, of a hoarder. He is a hoarder. I mean, he's got cans of gasoline and he's everywhere, totally unkempt. Sleeping in squalor. He's got like sparse, like unkempt hair and. Poor guy. Who knows what his backstory is? He's definitely yeah. seen better days. Yeah. But these five boys are like, oh, crops, he's a jerk. We're going to get him. We're going to scare him to death. <laughs> and these, yeah, this group of teenage boys yeah. are probably like, he was mean to me. Yeah. So typical, let's, let's go scare him. Yeah. Typical teenage boy hijinks. Yeah. And they get a freaking like skull. <laughs> We have, yeah, their prank is, uh, spoiler alert, we have already alerted for spoilers, right? Yeah, so we're definitely going to spoil the first half of the movie right now. Yeah, so if you haven't seen it, make sure to go back and watch. So their big, you know, genius prank is they have this like semi-rotting skull with worms crawling out of its nostrils and yeah. and a candle sticking in. And I'm actually like, wondering animals. if they found this skull or if they crafted the skull. Because if they crafted this skull, it's pretty good. They get an A plus. Yeah, really nice crafting. Found a very realistic skull. They yeah. cover it with moss. They found some maggots. Put some maggots on it. Yeah, and if they found it, if they found it. That's that a different story. Another creepy that, kind of. That subplot maybe means that we need a prequel to 
<laughs> yeah, <laughs> we need to figure out how these where did the skull boys come found from? the skull. And why are they just so nonchalant about it? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, they rap on the window. They're like, oh, and like they're tap, 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 tapping to like, and this guy is just like, he's out cold. He's yeah. probably like in a drunken sleep. And to me, the super. creepiest part of the scene is like the um, escalation of like the mm-hmm. rapping on the window and these boys almost like, you know, um, mob mentality mm-hmm. uh, without like thinking about this poor man's life. And yeah. um, this is the opening scene. It's the opening but, scene, yeah, opening and Cropsey wakes up sees this hideous aflamed skull and <laughs> scoops it onto his own bed and is quickly <laughs> it's two candles up. too it's not like the thing is like ghost rider no 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 it's like two little candles or like three little candles placed yeah on the skull. but because he's kind of living in this hoarder's Squaller. paradise where he's his bed is like nestled in just like cram full pure of kindling. gasoline and bottles of vodka and he's got like a blanket of like dryer stuff lint everywhere yeah <laughs> So he, yeah. he goes up in flames pretty quickly. Yeah, immediately. And so does his entire cabin because there's a giant barrel of gasoline. Yeah. I think the cabin actually explodes at one point. Does it? After he leaves, I think it like kind of erupts. Oh. I don't it know. is always funny to me when um, there's like a <laughs> fire scene in a movie and then and something the, explodes. The thing explodes, but it's like way <laughs> unnecessary. I think uh, when we watched. Child's play. Oh, okay. Yeah, we also watched Friday the Thirteenth Seven, and there was a well that that was there was a necessary explosion there. But anyway, we're getting off topic here. Anyway, poor (laughs) Cropsy, he's done for, but he fortunately does get to drop and roll. He doesn't stomp, but there's like a hill. He falls down a hill. He falls down a hill, and so he rolls. And I thought, oh, good, he's rolling. That might extinguish the flames. It doesn't. He finally falls into like the 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 lake. Yeah. And then he goes out and the yeah. boys are just like, oh, shoot. What did we do? <laughs> anyway, cut Prank to like, gone wrong. oh, shoot. What wrong could happen? Camp hijinks. I know. What were they thinking? Uh, cut to like a week later and crops. He's in the hospital. Yeah. We don't see him, but he's in the hospital. Him. We see no. a nurse and a, maybe a new doctor. They're like They're two orderlies. About him. Yeah. And there's like the cocky orderly who's like, you got to see this. Yeah. This guy is cooked. He's a big Mac. I thought that scene was interesting because it was kind of like telling the viewer like, hey, what you are about to see is going to scare you because he's yeah. kind of telling the doctor. Yeah. So the doctor is kind of like. But then the it, he, at first he's telling the doctor and then the way that the camera shoots yeah, the it, point of it's view. He's just looking shooting at the straight at the, the orderly who's so cocky and he's looking yeah. right at us, the audience. And he's like, you got to see this. Yeah. And he's he's already telling he's like, this is something you'll, you've never seen before. And yeah. this is. And then Cropsey grabs the cocky orderly's arm and he turns from cocky to cowardly like really quick. He's just like screaming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, don't you work there with that with that patient? Like very unprofessional. And I, I think I made a comment <laughs> when we were watching that, like, they still need to treat him, right? Like, how would that patient yeah. feel of like his nurse, nurse. just screaming? <laughs> just like, <laughs> like he probably needed water. He's probably parched. <laughs> Or he's in pain or something. Yeah, and like amp up the morphine. <laughs> yeah, it's just neglectful hospital. This orderly's nursing. just like screaming. And the other one runs away. So it's like no wonder why this guy's getting like, you know, a bad like stigma against the world. Like he's just like the cruel, cruel yeah. ro- world that I live in. Yeah, and then later on, um, there's this sort of like inner dialogue of maybe things that crop scene. Like has five heard. years later, as he's being released, like all these like doctors all and these, nurse all voices, all these phrases that he's heard, like, like you shouldn't be mad. At the yeah, kids. don't be like, mad don't at the kids. That. It was an accident. Let go of your anger. You will heal. Sorry, the skin grafts didn't take. It's like <laughs> bad, and don't be angry about this. Don't be pissed. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Don't be petty. <laughs> uh, but I, I really did like that voiceover. That voice voiceover was like really yeah. nice to like hear his inner inner dialogue and all these memories, and you can really see how it's building this psychotic person yeah and they're not showing you him yet they, they show his you his arm, arm so you can in the wheelchair see. yeah yeah so um, there, there's this sort of like veil of mystery of yeah. who this psychopath kind of guy yeah. is and then it cuts to um this man in like a trench coat like shady man in like a trench coat and like a hat yeah walking around in new york first yeah. thing you do when you get out of the hospital you go find to a the prostitute peep show yeah you go downtown to the seedy underbelly and you find out where the ladies of the night are. Yep. And he finds one. And uh, at first she's like, ha ha, come on in, buddy. Oh, you like the lights off? Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Keep your hat on. It's all good. Yeah. And then she sees him and um, she turns from like cheesy to um, like petrified pretty quickly. And yeah, she quickly realizes what's going on. Yeah. And, and I have to scissors. say like, because um, she just has like, you know, her bustier or like her bra on yeah. and her, her belly is exposed. Tom Savini did the special effects. Yeah, for this we didn't film. mention that, but that's very and important to this. Film. I was like, and when he like stabbed the prostitute in the gut, I was like, wow, that belly looks really accurate. Yeah. And there was really not a lot of sound effects. Like no, a lot of times it's that like squish, like. Squish, no, no. It's just like her screams, some glass breaking and. Um, she gets thrown out a window. Yeah. Um, but I really, I thought that was a really good um, belly prosthetic. And like the way it was like connected to her head. I know he's got all these tricks for like, you know, seamlessly connecting like, you know, bodies with actual heads. And mm -hmm. it, that was pretty good. Yeah. And so this movie, it would have been. Uh, so Tom Savini did um, Friday the 13th and. Did he do the first one? Dawn of the Dead. Okay. Yeah. So it's like, like one of his earlier or earlier works. Did he do the first one? I don't know. We'll have to double check on that. We'll double check. But anyways, okay. when you see a movie with the and you see that that makeup is done by Tom Savini, you're, you're like, like oh, this okay. is going to be crazy. It's going to be good. <laughs> um, yeah, probably one of the reasons why it is such like a cult classic yeah. or like a horror fan favorite. Yeah, probably because the effects are. Yeah. And I nice. heard it's brutal at the end. So stop spoiling things for me. <laughs> Jeez. All right. All right. Um, I've docked another half a point. Docked another half. Yeah. So currently right, docked a full point. A full, yeah. Full yeah. Point. Um, we cut to another camp, Camp Stonewater. No longer at Camp Blackfoot. But mm. I mean, later on, we find out that it might be like near Camp Blackfoot. So we're at Camp Stonewater. I thought at first maybe they renamed the camp. like the Because that did happen. They did Friday the 13th. Yeah, they, they did that like, Friday the 13th. Oh, a murder took place here. Let's rename the camp yeah. and kind of rebrand. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we don't know if it's been renamed. We just know now wherever they're, they're, they're at, it's called Camp Stonewater. Yeah. Um, and again, we have like, you know, our boys with like the hijinks and whatnot and, mm -hmm. um, typical camp stuff, typical camp stuff. Uh, we have a young Jason Alexander. Yes. AKA George Costanza. That was great from to Seinfeld. See. Yes. Yeah. Tony recognized him right away. Although it was like, they, <laughs> they don't really say his character's name. So I'm just like, it's oh. Dave. We they call found him, that out. They call him yeah. Dave. We had to like rewatch the beginning. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's but he is like, you know, a smooth talking George Costanza. He's almost like the same character. As yeah, he really is. A little bit smoother though. So yeah. I was like, oh, I could see how he could attract some ladies. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, there's Eddie, his buddy Eddie, who's like this little perv who's like looking at I don't know who's it's it, Karen, like a, Karen's butt. You know, smooth talking. And he's, he's like, like maybe that, one of the older kids. Yeah, he's like, that man. butt is mine. I yeah, own that little butt. Little pervy. Little pervy, dude. Uh, let's see. We have um, 
a shower scene where little Sally, not little Sally, young adult Sally goes into the shower. Um, and we think that like Cropsy's about to get her because we see like, you know, like there are a lot of these sort of like fake out, fake out POV, POV yeah. shots. But what I, what I notice is that um, when it's actually Cropsy, the POV is blurred almost mm -hmm. on the edges. Like, you know, his eyesight has been damaged, which that I thought was a nice touch. Yeah. Um, so when I thought like Cropsy was going to go get Sally in the shower, I, and then I realized it wasn't Cropsy, it was Alfred, a little misguided pervert. Um, I remember like, oh, okay, the POV during that shot was not blurred around the edges. Therefore, Something it couldn't have been. for the second half. Yeah, it couldn't have Pay been. Pay attention Cropsy. to the POV. Yeah, so whoever's got blurred vision is the killer. Anyway. Yes. Um, they do a lot of these POV shots. They do. Um, and yeah, Alv Alfred, the, the pervert, he's like, oh, I only did it to scare her to get back at this buff guy, Glazer. I'm like, okay, misguided, buddy. Yeah. You don't go peep on a girl because you're mad at the guy that has a crush on her. Ugh. It didn't make sense that he was like, <laughs> I was only trying to scare her. Yeah. I don't know. It seemed like a really thinly veiled excuse. Yeah. For and Sally's like crying. Like, I actually thought the acting from the Sally actress was pretty good because she mm. did look legitimately upset and like traumatized that some guy was in the shower and wouldn't leave, according to her report. Mm. Yeah. And Michelle, who's like, I think the camp counselor for the, the girls, um, she's upset she wants alfred kicked out and todd who i think is like the camp counselor he's like for the, the guys counselor man. yeah he's like i'll talk to him you know it's fine and um michelle's like oh you always see the best in people uh todd's like don't worry he's just a kid all kids do this He's like i'll take care of it no i'll take care of it and then she's like okay and then she hugs him <laughs> yeah whatever anyway <laughs> Um, and then Todd tries to go talk to Alfred and he's like, hey, I get it. I got sent home five years ago for a prank that I pulled. Interesting tidbit. Yes, what is, yeah, what's, what has what Todd five done? Years ago? Yeah. And so lots uh, of little clues. Little clues here. Around. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, everyone's getting ready for this big three day canoe trip. Yeah. We didn't name some of the other characters. Oh, yeah. So, so we, I think we named. Jason Alexander, who plays He's Dave. He's Dave. Eddie is his like pervy friend. Yeah. Alfred is the the nerdy pervert. Yeah. And then Glazer's sort of like Glazer's camp the meathead. The tough guy. Who really likes Sally, who's just like, aha, I'm cute. I think I like Glazer too. And then her friend is Michelle. Her the, think. the camp counselor lady is Michelle, I think. Yeah. She kind of looks like Cheryl Hines. Kind of does. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I had then, to look to see if it was it her, but, it's it not, but she kind of has that same look. Um, um, and then we have, uh, we have Todd. Um, and then we have this, uh, young, younger girl named Tiger who has the worst. Oh, you actually caught her name? Tiger. Yeah. Oh, Cause okay. they kept calling her and she was wearing like a tiger shirt. I'm like, wow, someone really likes tigers. <laughs> Is her name really tiger? Or she's just into tigers. She has this terrible, like Dorothy Hamill, like that figure skater, like yeah. haircut was just like super full and out at the sides not attractive it's definitely like one of i had a hard time kind of keeping track of all of the lots characters. of names yeah but yeah. tiger i remember because she had a tiger shirt on and we have woodstock played by fisher stevens okay um who know, you might have seen in other movies such uh, as such hackers as one of my favorite movies ever hackers yeah he Tony. plays he plays the plague i the did main not recognize he's quite young in this so I, didn't I didn't recognize, recognize him at first but um he had this scene like, when oh. they're in the mess hall 
And he's like, I got to go get my vitamin E because I'm the jerk off king or something like that. Is that why he needs vitamin E? I think e? that's why. They didn't really explain oh, it. Oh, I thought maybe it was for I like his acne. Oh, okay. I don't know what it was. For like healthier skin. He's being like championed by by Dave, by Jason Alexander's character. He's like, yeah, he's this, like, is, this is my thing. guy. He's he's the best guy at jerking off. I don't it's know. Quite an Bunch accolade. Quite an accolade. <laughs> um shall we get moving on to our predictions let's do it did we wait oh did we come to the point where oh okay um, so we're still kind of talking about the plot a little right. bit and uh we kind of mentioned that are we we segued a little bit and just started mentioning the characters but I mean, we have we have kind of like um camp antics camp um, antics some people are romantic interests yeah and then there's also a lot of like the young camper boys trying to get with the camper girls and there's this sort of like flirtiness going yeah, back like and forth. Yeah, like Eddie's into Karen, Glazer's into Sally. I think Sally's into Glazer, so that works out. Dave's <gasps> into a brunette everyone. who's kind of like a no-name character, but they were I flirting like in the mess hall. Dave is into everyone. He's def- there are definitely, yeah, he's definitely into everyone, but he kind of was like, and she. I noticed she's in his canoe when, um, when anyways, so like, are you yeah, going to spoil more things? No, there was a spoil. Oh. That was for me watching. Oh, okay. Oh, I was trying to be observant. Right, right. There was a canoe. Okay, anyway. Um, and Todd and Michelle, I believe, are into one another as well. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Alfred is just like watching everyone with this very creepy stare. And they're kind of egging Alfred on the whole time. They're trying to like get him to um, build his confidence maybe. Yeah. They're like trying to teach him how to swim. They play a prank on Glazer. They shoot him in the ass with a... Well, Woodstock um, shoots Glazer in the buttocks with a pea shooter. With a pea shooter, which is yeah. like a BB gun. And it actually looked like it penetrated his skin. Yeah, I was, I was wondering if they actually shot him because that was a really It looked like a reaction. real gun. Too. Yeah, it did look like a real gun. <laughs> which is kind of <laughs> oh, funny. The 80s. It's like, oh yeah, that would never happen these days. Hey, it was the 80s. Yeah, just pull out this thing that looks fly. like a gun and yeah. shoot another counselor. <laughs> uh, uh, but anyway, so like... Plot wise, um, we see them opening. They're doing all the just like camp antics. But then, then they do finally move on to the canoe ride. Right. So that's trip. that's like the plot point. Right? Yeah. Is so that, they finally go on this three. They're going day on a three day canoe, canoe. trip to yeah. Devil's. What's Who it called? Knows? Devil's Island. Devil's Island or something like yeah. that. I wrote it down. What is it called? And Devil's Creek. Yeah. At one point, the I think the main adult who's like more adult than Todd. Um, he, I think he's like one of like the head, the head counselor, guy. supervisor is yeah. like rattling off all the rules about this trip for just the older kids. So we know that none of the younger kids are going to die. Don't worry. Yeah. Um, all the younger kids have to stay behind. They'll stay behind. Um, and he's saying, stay with a partner who's a good swimmer. Make sure there's mm-hmm. one good swimmer in the boat. Mm-hmm. Uh, and once you get there, there's no getting back home easily. So we know that I missed that part. He he was like, yeah, you once you get there, you can't get back easily because they're stuck. Yeah. And it's a three day trip. Wow. Yeah. So they we cut to like, you know, um, they're on the canoe, the canoe, like three or four canoes paddling out. We have some banjos splashing each other. One One of of the canoes. Yeah. (laughs) Still fun. Still having fun. Good old time. Yeah. That's what made it seem so fun. I was like, I really want to go to summer in a sunken canoe. Everything except for the sort of like. Getting Mur- chopped with giant hedge clippers. Looked yeah. really fun. Yeah, it does look fun. Yeah. Lots of hijinks. Lots of food fights. Yeah, food fight in the mess hall, playing Getting baseball. Shot in the butt with BB gun. Yeah, trying to impress the girls, trying, yeah. to, trying to impress the boys or something like that. <laughs> um, yes. 
And then I think shortly after the canoe ride, we cut to Karen and Eddie mm-hmm. uh, in oh, the then, woods. What about the campfire? Oh, story. right. Okay, before Karen and Eddie, there's a mm-hmm. campfire. This is like right when they get to Devil's right. Creek. They get there to Devil's Creek, and they're all in this campfire. And Todd is telling this story. He's like, five years ago, there's this thing that happened. There's a caretaker named Cropsy who was a big <laughs> jerk. And he's like saying all this bad stuff to Cropsy. He basically just recaps the opening scene. He recaps the whole (laughs) opening scene. And he's like, and Cropsy's still out there. I don't know. And then all of a sudden behind Sally's head, you can see this giant blade lift up behind her. And you're like, oh, no, there's a blade. And then it turns out to be freaking Eddie in a mask, like a terrible mask. Classic Classic. setup with the false scare. I think that happens in Friday the 13th. Many a movie. As well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and they're like, ha, 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 you're so funny, Eddie and Todd. Good job. <laughs> you really got us. <laughs> so then we cut to Eddie and um, oh, okay, Karen. Let's, yeah, let's stop. They yeah. are in the woods. Karen, Eddie Karen is pressuring Karen to, you know, get more intimate with him. And Karen's like, oh, man. Like her inner dialogue, I am assuming, is like, I don't want to do this, but I do like Eddie and I don't want him to, like, not like me anymore. So It's the classic story of, like, this guy is kind of a um, man philander, or what's the word for that? He's, he is like a little philanderer. He, yeah. yeah. And she's like, I want you to like me and he's like oh girl i like you but you gotta like give me something because like this is just camp it's no big deal and she's like okay fine anyway and then we cut it off because that was yeah, halfway that was the halfway point and then we stopped there so we have these two teen- teenagers who are going into the forest to possibly have sex yes that sounds to me like they are both going to die is that one of your first predictions it is but but it might be okay it might, it might be i mean yes <laughs> It, it might okay. be. So. I don't want to reveal that just yet. All right. But before we get into the predictions, I just wanted to ask how you felt about the first half of the movie, like just, you know, as a movie. I'm really enjoying it. There are certain little elements that I think are really amping up the um, the quality of, of this movie as like a camp horror movie mm-hmm. from the 80s. And to me, it's that's the, the killer POV that they took time to like actually make it kind of like you know damaged and foggy and so um there's some attention to detail. there is attention to detail mm-hmm. i thought that was really interesting um do you like the dynamic amongst the characters i mean it's like typical it's whatever <laughs> i'm okay with it i don't hate it it's nothing special it's nothing special sort of like yeah you have your jerks you have like your shy kids you have your very like stereotypical you roles. don't have an overtly sexualized female i've noticed who do you think the main character is i would say it's michelle and todd michelle and todd yeah and maybe not shelly who's shelly shelly oh sorry not shelly um sally sally no not, not sally deaf not sally okay. i think it's michelle and todd michelle and todd they seem like the two mature level-headed yeah teenagers. and they're both into one another and because like they hugged um yeah they 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 both do seem like the mature ones Mm. of the group so Mm -hmm. i'm guessing it's michelle and todd and maybe alfred is a very close supporting character yeah yeah and then everyone else is just sort of these little side characters periphery yeah yes they're fodder yes killer fodder (laughs) tony fodder for the blade (laughs) tony loves the word fodder it's one of his favorites (laughs) Uh, what were your overall impressions? Um, I really enjoyed the 80s synth soundtrack. Yeah, that was nice too. Yeah. Um, I looked up the name of the person who did the score. Let me tell you who that is. Did I write it down? That's another mm. thing. 
Um, nope, I didn't write it down. Anyways, I really enjoyed the soundtrack. Yeah, no, the thanks. 80 cents score. Um, I thought that the acting was was good enough. Yeah, to be enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it is kind of one of those things where if you see a movie from the early 80s and you recognize some of the actors, then it's like okay, they've stuck around for. 20, 30 years because they're good actors. Yeah. It's like Jason Alexander. Yeah. Like I love Jason Alexander. Yeah, and he's very natural as like this kind of like goading, lovable jerk. Yeah. Yeah. And Fish, Fisher Stevens, um, he yeah, he like these are good actors. Yeah, so. and I, I would say they they really did a good job with the capturing the like adolescent um feel. And like even mm. like in the mess hall when they're like, you know, Everyone, it's like chaos. Everyone's talking, like throwing food. I feel like that was a very well directed scene. Um, nothing seemed over the top, and even I think there's like some girl that's like you know giving Jason like the eye, like she's like showing him her shoulder, and he like looks at her and winks or blinks. I don't know if he knows how to wink. Mm-hmm. Um, and she does this very natural like giggle, like it really looks like they're flirting, like in like a very <laughs> camp kind of way. Yeah. Um, I could say about the acting. So, like, you know, we've watched quite a few slasher movies in the past couple of months. Mm-hmm. And um, I've noticed that in some slasher movies, it seems like they, um, the production hired a bunch of the- local theater actors or like young theater actors. So they kind of overacted a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Or they're projecting a little bit too much. Yeah. yeah. Or, or um, sometimes the um, production casts. Someone who's obviously there, obviously there just to like get naked or something, mm-hmm. and then they're just really terrible, terrible actors. Yeah, <laughs> just really flat, emotionless. Not and... that the naked people can't be good actors. It's just that right. It's just that this particular person who was cast because they wanted because yeah. they were supposed to get naked mm-hmm. or be some sort of like two dimensional character mm-hmm. who's going to get killed off immediately. Yeah, and often with those characters it's just they're written so two dimensional that yeah. they're They were never given a chance. Yeah. Yeah. So so far the acting is I would say is above average for mm-hmm. this type um this, you know, this yeah. genre. Yeah. A film, the score is pretty good. Um there are some really sort of cinematic and nice shots with the POVs mm-hmm. um and some of the there's there's not too many like force jump scares yet. It's all kind there's of like that pigeon. Some pigeon yeah, came out of the door. <laughs> Scared me. <laughs> it, it's all kind of like um kind of like setting up. Like everything's co- sort of like brewing a little yeah. bit. It's not like they're hitting you with a bunch of these sort of jump scares right off the yeah. gate. Like even when um Tiger mm-hmm. goes out to <gasps> chase a ball. That was a good scene. And it's like you're thinking to yourself as as you know someone watching the movie like oh she's gonna get killed when she goes to get the ball yeah. she's out in the forest all and by you get herself. that pov that's behind her and she's trying to look for the softball and um, and then he's like about to do something and then back the off. in the synth it rises and like with it like your your heightened like sense yeah. of like yeah the suspense rises um yeah and then she finds the ball and scampers off tiger's yeah. okay for now so i like that that it's mm-hmm. sort of like setting up um for a big second half yeah yeah so Thank so far you. i'm enjoying it yeah as well. me too I as well. All right, yeah. let's get into our predictions. All right, predictions, predictions. Let's go, go with we go. Uh, who we think dies first. Who we think dies. Yeah. Um, should we just go with the full prediction? Um. So, yeah. Okay. Um. I'll start. I'm going to start with uh, Dave, Jason Alexander. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just seems like he's going to die. He's a diable character. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. There. Are, I would say there's probably like. 15 
teenagers who are there on that like special trip. So mm -hmm. we have a possible like I feel like that's the pool of um, teenagers who are going to die unless yeah. they do something where they just have some random person who's like hitchhiking down the road. Which, oh, yeah, like in Friday the 13th. Yeah, yeah also happens in a lot yeah. of these um, sort of slash movies. Got to up the body count. Yeah, they're trying to up the body count. So someone some just randomly campers. is hiking out of the woods and they're like, hey, and then they just <laughs> they get, get off it. like with them. Yeah, it's not fair. So I predicted that Jason Alexander's mm -hmm. character, who is named Dave, is going to die. Yeah. He's going to be impaled in the chest in the woods while thinking he's going to get lucky uh -huh. with someone. Yeah, well, that's a and good I prediction. think yeah, I think maybe he's gonna um, make eyes at that nameless brunette lady. Mm. She's I mean, I should say nameless, I just don't remember their character's name. Yeah, I don't think they gave her a name. She was yeah. really just like but I noticed that she was in the same canoe as Jason mm, okay. Alexander. When All right. Yeah. That's a good prediction, actually. Nice. Yeah. So, and that, impaled in the chest, I don't know. I just kind of guessed. I'm like thinking like um, what kind of effects might Tom Savini do? Yeah. And I think that's what fueled my predictions. Yeah. Okay. That's a good, yeah. a very educated guess. Thank you. Uh, I also guessed that Dave would get it. Ooh, okay. Um, But because of the way I wrote it, um, I got confused, and so I did not actually predict how he would die. So well, I don't that's get a point for that. That's all right. That's all right. Well, you could just come up with something on the spot. Right now? Well, no, because you already told me what you think is going to oh, happen. Okay. And so I feel like, yeah, that's Did pretty... you not write how they die for all of them? No, I wrote how most of them die. He's the only one I didn't oh, write. Oh, that's okay. If, yeah, yeah. If you don't write, so that's fine. So Dave is going to die. Who knows how? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Mystery death. Yeah. Um, I also think that uh, Woodstock, a.k.a the plague from hackers yeah, is going to die. Students, yeah. Yeah. Um, he's going to die. Uh, I think he's going to get shot in the eye with a gun. Serve a playback to the prank. Because he was the one that had the pea shooter and shot Glazer. So mm. I think there's going to maybe his pea shooter shoots him in the eye. And I don't think that would kill him. Maybe it like blinds him enough so that um, the killer can like stab him, but I think yeah, he will killer, get shot in the eyeball. We do know that the killer has the garden shears. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I, f that I feel like that's going to be the main mode of, um, you know, offing these camp yeah, counselors. I, think so too. I also had that Woodstock was going to die. Mm -hmm. I put that he's going to die in his bed slash tent, uh, while he's doing some masturbatory oh. activities. Oh, yes. Cause that's, yeah. And that he's going to get his throat chopped. Chops. That was just kind of a guess. Like yeah, he's I do get feel like there of, are going to be a lot of throats. Because the shears, they have yeah. the ability to, I feel like they could stab, they could stab slice. Stab or chop. They could chop. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I have a feeling that he's going to get chopped in the throat. Yeah, that's a good guess. Yeah. Um, I have that um, Eddie and Karen, this is a twofer. And I'm thinking mm -hmm. because I think they are the very next ones to get it. Because right when we stopped it, they were in the woods talking about like possibly hooking up. So Eddie and Karen are going to possibly go skinny dipping in the lake. Mm -hmm. And um, Karen's going to be like, Ugh, I'm over this. I don't want to sleep with you or hook <laughs> up with you right now. So she's going to get out and leave him in the lake. Eddie's going to get chopped in the lake. Chopped. Yeah. And then um, Karen is going to go into the woods and think someone's following her. She's going to think it's Eddie playing a prank again mm -hmm. because he did the prank at the campfire. She's going to be like, Eddie, don't. This is stupid. You're stupid. <laughs> and then she'll get chopped in the woods. Uh, I also had that 
Eddie and Karen um, get offed. And I mean, this seems like we've watched enough horror movies. I feel like this is a pretty fair, I mean, I a pretty so. certain I bet. Think so. um, there are two teenagers who are about to have sex in the woods. That's just like classic. Yeah. And just like, even if they don't have sex, just the thought of sex. Right. You're done. They're done. You're not pure. Yeah. So I, I put they're going to die while having sex in the woods. But then I also wrote Ed, Eddie goes to pee. Like he's like they're done, and then he's like, "Yeah, I gotta go pee." Mm-hmm. Um, and then he gets it in the genital area. <laughs> I don't know why, but that was kind of like I feel like you had that prediction. It's probably not gonna I happen. I had that, that prediction for the last one we did for Ghoulie. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't happen. I was just. I think maybe just us as audience members we just, are just, we're brutal. We're wishing the worst upon these characters. These poor. Counselors. How dare you have sex? Yeah. <laughs> And then I put Karen is going to get stabbed in the gut after running away and falling down multiple times. Oh, just like the hooker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's going to just like be fleeing. She's going to see Eddie dead. She's going to start running yeah. in the woods. At least three times she's going to fall. Yeah. She's going to just keep tripping. Yeah. And then she gets stabbed. There are lots of rocks in the woods to trip on. Yeah. So Well, also a lot it. of my predictions are just kind of like stock yeah. ways to die in a slasher yeah. film. It's funny that you mentioned the going to pee after you know, intimacy because I have Glazer and Sally yeah. where they hook up and then Glazer gets up to go pee uh, because they're in a tent and they they hooked up and Glazer's like, I got to pee, babe. And he, <laughs> he leaves the tent. He's, he's kind of like, crass. He's like, be right back. And <laughs> he's guy. like, yeah, he's peeing against the tree and then he gets chopped. I didn't say in the genitals. <laughs> But you're hoping that he gets chopped in the genitals, probably, or in the buttocks, right where he got hit with the pea shooter. You're you're about all you're about the callbacks. I know. Yeah, I love callbacks. Yeah. So he's gonna get chopped in both butt eye buttockses. <laughs> I think that um, that would be a, both a brutal way to yeah. to die. To get chopped in the in the glutes. He's he's gonna get chopped in in both glutes oh, and man. Sally. Is gonna be, you know, cut back to Sally in the tent with her little sleeping bag, and she'll be like, "Hello, Glazer, are you done yet? Glazer, hurry up!" And she hears like woods, like little um twigs snapping. She's like, "Glazer, Glazer!" And then chopped right through the tent, like it doesn't even unzip, just like chopped. Oh, one of those scenes where you just see blood splattering. We're like um the the hedge clippers. We see the shadow of the hedge clippers from behind her, and like mm. the tent's behind, like she's in the silhouette. tent silhouette of the hedge clippers, and then straight through the tent lining into Sally's head. Kind of like um in prom night when they're in the back of the stoner van oh yeah and, and like then, they fall backwards yeah the killer yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. if you haven't watched our prom night episode oh, go sorry, back and guys. watch that in case you missed it um i also have that glazer um dies uh he is going to be chopped in the stomach he's gonna have there's gonna be a gut spill i feel like tom savini is known we for do? his gut yeah, spills. yeah I, I guess there will be a gut and he spill. seemed like the perfect character to He's kind of a... To have his guts spilled. Yeah, he's kind of like a tough guy kind of thing. Because they do really like his abs. So it's like, yeah, this is what all your hard work did. Nothing. Yeah. Gutted. Yeah. Yeah. I I feel like it wouldn't be a a Tom Savini effect movie without uh, some some entrails of some sort. Um, I actually have that... I predicted that Sally survives, and I might have misread this, but I I thought maybe she was um, being geared up to be like one of the main characters, like the final girl. Yeah, yeah interesting. But maybe I misread that. Mm. Um, 
I have that she survives, but I don't I didn't really write any other reasons for that. I think I just was trying to figure out like who's the main character who might be the final girl. Mm, is this movie going to follow the tropes of Final Girl? I mean, I feel like it is going to. I feel to. like it is because it was just a couple years after Halloween. Yeah, and, and yeah. right now it's like everything about the movie is saying that it's um following the slasher tropes. Yeah. Mm-hmm, you have mm-hmm. the camp counselor. I mean, it's like pretty close in story to yeah. Friday the 13th. Yeah. But I think very different cinematically mm-hmm. and um, tonally and all that kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, and I have that uh, tiger. I think tiger's on the trip because, I mean, they have that hair. Yeah, I think so. They keep showing her. Not sure, yeah. There's a lot of characters keep They keep, keep track giving tiger a close-up. I don't particularly like this game. <laughs> It's her haircut. Hate it. Um, I predict that she's gonna die death by hanging. Oh, okay. Because okay. in the boy's cabin, in the background, there's a stuffed tiger yep. that's hanging by a noose. Wow. And that so I is think attention to detail. I think right they there. are foreshadowing that tiger's gonna get hung. Who is the um, author who has the the thing about? It's like a playwright who has like, if you have a gun on the wall, it's check off. Get used. Yeah. You've been reading a lot of Chekhov. Yeah, the loaded gun theory. The loaded gun theory. <laughs> if loaded you see theory. something oh, in the, the background. the Chekhov's gun theory. Yeah. Chekhov's mm-hmm. gun, yes. Okay. If there's something in the background that has to be used, or I don't know. Or, the gun. yeah, the writers or the producers trying to sneak little tiny. Little Easter eggs. Yeah, yeah or something. And it was like a well-done noose, too. It wasn't just like a string around a neck. It was an actual freaking noose around this tiger, this yeah. stuffed tiger. So. I didn't see the killer as being um, having to be creative with his kills i thought he was just gonna stab i everybody. thought so too but i just thought okay the tiger with the noose in the cabin it just seemed too like it's yeah too pointed, now that, you yeah know? now that you yeah. pointed that out that seems like a very good prediction very pointed yeah. yeah and if there is no hanging of tiger i'm gonna be very disappointed <laughs> <laughs> we, i don't even know if that character's name is tiger <laughs> Tiger. Oh, okay. She, you were tiger, paying attention to that. Tiger, I, get the ball. And she's wearing a freaking tiger shirt in the cafeteria. Oh, one of those characters. Okay. Yeah, one of those characters. Um, I, I also put that that character dies, but I put her character as other Elite friend and then girl. in parentheses, oh. bad haircut. Thank you. And then I just put stabbed in the back. I don't know. I was just thinking about <laughs> what, I don't know, generic ways. Yeah, I just of, need that. I'm just, I'm basically just like rolling the dice and seeing what happens. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm. That's pretty good. Yeah, just kind of yeah. ways that characters die in horror movies. My, um, my but last, I'm glad that I know her name is Tiger yeah, now. Yeah, Tiger. And I have one more character that's going to die. And it's the the main camp supervisor, like the old guy. Um, the I, old guy. The the older guy. Okay. The oldest guy that we've seen um, that like rattled off the rules for like the canoe trip. Um, I know he's not going on the canoe trip, but I have a feeling he's just going to like die off camera and show up somewhere as like a dead body. Like he's going to just be floating down river. Yes. Mm, like he's going to have like a that. slit throat and just be dead. Hmm. Um, or like, you know, maybe they'll get back to, to the um, home base camp or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like, like try to call him and they can't because he's dead. Um, yeah. um, let's see. I have a couple other deaths. Um, I have, Another person who I called other friend, tall blonde guy. He's like one of the dude friends. Oh, I don't know his character's name, but he's either. taller than the rest of them. And he's blonde. Okay. Um, I didn't even write how he was going to die. It just seemed yeah, like the guy's just like a kind killable. of like a no name character. Yeah. So yeah, he's probably gonna, just going to die. Yeah, for sure. 
Yeah. Um, and then I, let's see, who else do I have? Um, I have that Todd, who's the elder mm, counselor. Right. Um, that he's going to die. I have a feeling he's going to make it to one of the final oh, scenes. Oh, yeah, okay. I put mm -hmm. that he almost survives, but is burned alive <gasps> in the way that he Revenge. was possibly a part of uh, Cropsy being burned alive mm. at the previous camp. Yeah. So I have a feeling it's going to be sort of like a like a full circle mm -hmm. revenge kind of thing. Yeah, it's pretty um, good. And then I also have that Michelle, mm -hmm. the blonde yeah counselor. like the main lady who i didn't think her. was a main character but I, now that i'm thinking about it like yeah she probably is going to be yeah. one of the main characters um but i thought that maybe she would die in one of the final scenes um and i put that she'd be chased down river somehow like maybe mm. they're in a canoe and they're trying to oh, escape like a high speed canoe and then chase. she's gonna have one of the worst deaths she's gonna get decapitated with the shears Dang. i feel like they're has to be a decapitation. Someone's got to be completely shoes. decapitated. Yeah, for sure. Whoever Tom Savini does. Head. Yeah. Um, and then I have, okay, are we on to, I have also that Cropsy is going to be killed. Oh man. I mean, yeah, I think he will be. But, but I, I have that time. he's already dead <gasps> and that he is actually a red herring. The Cropsy that we saw from the intro scene. Wait, we're not going to plot points yet. I know. I'm saying okay. this will lead into my plot points. Okay. But I'll leave it there because we have to talk about who's going to survive. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So my first person who I think is going to survive is my final girl, Michelle. I think she is the main woman who's going to live. And she's going to be like that one that's trying to save people and be like, we got to do this and voice of reason stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She's blonde, right? Mm -hmm. I've heard from, I don't know where I heard this from, but... um are you going to ruin heard that. it? No, no, no. Oh, okay. Um, I've heard that final girls. I, I was watching they something about are often final blonde. girls. That no, I heard that they're oh. often brunette. Oh, nah, Sally from Texas Chainsaw. What color Chainsaw? hair is, does Jamie Lee Curtis have? She's well, she's brunette. yeah, she's brunette. But okay, I mean, she's honestly the only one of the only brunettes I can think of because um, the main girl in I think her name's Alice in um friday the 13th she's mm -hmm. blonde okay she makes it in the first one at least okay so um, whoever wherever i heard this from maybe they were i don't know what they were talking about or yeah. maybe i misheard it. sally from texas chainsaw um the main girl from um behind the mask with leslie vernon she's blonde hmm. um, okay this could be wrong this yeah could, this is maybe just coming out of left field maybe it's something that i thought i heard but now i haven't it. seen a redhead final girl too often hmm. so Maybe I would, say, I would imagine that would be like an early 2000s. I would like to see a bald final girl. Mm. That's what I want to see. Have yes. some more hair diversity. <laughs> more hair diversity yeah. in final girl trips. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so you have that Michelle survives. Yeah, Michelle survives. Um, I also have that Todd survives because okay. they really like having that, you know, that strong man helping out that poor final girl female yep. and there were a few slashers where it's like they have like a final couple you know like yes. the man woman couple survive together yes um and i have one more survivor i have alfred alfred okay alfred. i think that's a good yeah i think that's good yeah because like, they're setting him up to be this kind of like weak weirder so yeah that's the kind of prove weak himself. weirdo and yep. yeah i think he's gonna live and he's gonna yeah 
I'll do you think he's that. do you think he's gonna oh is it that's that lead into your plot points okay. we'll leave it points. at that yeah i also have that alfred is going to survive so mm -hmm. my survivors are going to be sally and alfred mm. so it's interesting that you think that the survivors are going to be michelle and todd and alfred who are like the stronger more level-headed characters mm -hmm. and alfred and yeah. alfred um, trio. a trio interesting and i have that alfred and sally who are kind of like a, the more feeble maybe like sally's kind of meek i don't know she's mm. she doesn't really have a ton of confidence but she's mm -hmm. not like i mean she's not like a dork like no she's cute she's not dorky no she's just shy she's shy yeah, yeah. um yeah i don't and i have alfred is ha, is going to have to swim to survive <gasps> because he can't swim you're right he can't swim he was pushed in the water by a glazer and he's like oh you jerk he can't swim you're right yeah so that's, mm, that's a good one. something about him having to swim to survive but mm -hmm. i have him as surviving yeah um so we've kind of talked about um how my prediction of Cropsy being uh, already dead and a red herring mm -hmm. being leading into my plot points. And then you talked about Alfred's survival leading into your plot points. Yes. So let's hear your plot points. Okay. So I have four plot points. Okay. Four. Uh, one is that Todd reveals he was the unnamed ringleader of Cropsy's burning Ooh, okay. in the beginning. I like that one. Um, two is that Jamie who is one of the nerdy characters in the very beginning. He was the boy with the glasses who looks kind of like the boy from A Christmas Story. From the Story, original camp? From the original okay. camp, Cropsy Burning. Um, he was the one that seemed the most hesitant to okay. playing this prank on Cropsy. They're like, Jamie, come on, put your hand in. He's like, okay. Um, but he was very reluctant. Mm -hmm. um, so I have a feeling that he is going to be so riddled with guilt that he is the actual murderer. Whoa. So yeah, okay. Cropsy is the red hair herring. I didn't have that he died, but I have that Jamie is trying to avenge his burning. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then, because honestly, if Cropsy is so covered in burns, this would really hurt to try to like <laughs> <laughs> avenge his like third degree. Well, burns. okay. You know, if you're going by slasher, got no slasher skin. logic, um, Jason was a kid that had drowned and then came yeah, back. But he has some super, he was also like reincarnated, like had some supernatural help. It's, it's funny with Jason. <laughs> uh, we have been watching a lot of Friday the 13th recently. Uh, yeah, Elise got the I Love Camping yeah. shirt. Mm -hmm. um, it's funny that he's kind of activated by electricity. Yeah, every like in time. Several of the movies, <laughs> it's like his chain or something he's attached to is like shocked and he's like, oh, yeah, he I'm needs alive. energy. He needs a jolt. <laughs> <laughs> if there's something supernatural going there, then that whole theory of it hurting because you're have these. I don't know. I didn't see any like electricity coming in. I just, I mean, I heard them say I'm, that. No, I'm saying if it goes the supernatural yeah, route. Yeah, if it does. But this movie doesn't seem like the it nurse really was is like the way. skin grafts didn't take. So he got. He has like no skin. He's got no skin. But we also <laughs> don't know who they're talking about. They That's could true. be talking about someone else i don't know who They're knows i think it's jamie anyway my third okay. plot point is that at like some this. point alfred gets to save the day mm -hmm. making him a little less weird and i guess like redeemable as like okay. that misguided pervert <laughs> um so he's gonna like you know like maybe michelle's gonna be caught in a tight spot and, and then alfred's gonna come out of nowhere and be like i got this and he'll save the day yeah yeah and then uh plot point four is that um Cropsy slash Jamie's demise is that he's burned again. Wow. By Alfred. Okay. Yeah. 
By Alfred. Mm-hmm. Burned mm, by Alfred. Interesting. So Alfred saves the day by burning Jamie slash now Cropsy. Interesting predictions. Yeah. I'm going to mention this even though I kind of scribbled it out, but because your last prediction was that Cropsy slash Jamie, Jamie mm-hmm. is going to be burned again to sort of like fulfill the, or like go come for, yeah, full, full circle or something. Yeah. Um, I originally had, I crossed it out and I wish I didn't cross it out, but I put that Cropsy was going to be burned again, this time to finish the job. To finish what job? Oh, to like he him. like he was he didn't he didn't actually die the first time he was burned this time second time around he's gonna burn then I started thinking about it I'm like wait maybe he's already dead and he's the red herring mm. so, what so that's, you wanna... well I'm just saying that's interesting that we both had that yeah. same prediction yeah well, that's so wait know. okay you have some like contradictory predictions here yes I know so which one do you want to <laughs> get rid of <laughs> no I already said I crossed that one out oh okay so you're I not... had it here and I crossed it out that he was burned again and then I went with he's already dead uh-huh. and he's the red herring and then. Um, I had that Todd was going to be burned alive. Oh, Todd almost survives but get gets burned alive. And then now this goes back to my Full prediction. Okay. Where the killer is not Cropsy. Kind uh, of how what you were thinking. Who's the killer? Um the killer is Todd. Todd is the killer. And Todd, for you know, that's kind of a similar reason. Like, he has been traumatized and riddled with guilt. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have we been watching a lot of the same movies? Probably. Yeah. That, I'm guessing this is where our similar predictions yeah, are coming but at like from. different I times. You that we didn't discuss this beforehand. No. <laughs> For those watching out there or listening, um, this is just coincidence. This yeah. is why we wow, watch movies Wow, this is why we're together. married. Um, oh, this is why we watch movies together. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, cool. I uh, like this. Wait, I have two, I have two more oh, you do? plot points. Wow. Yeah. I went to my third plot point because oh, okay. that was the biggest one only yeah. because you said it and I was just like, like whoa. Yeah, that's, that's okay. pretty similar. Um, my first one's kind of boring. The, the first one is uh, that the group of teens decide to go back to Camp Blackfoot to go check it out. <laughs> no. I mean, I was thinking like, all right, how are they going to... Because they were talking the, um, around the campfire, they were talking about how Camp Blackfoot was burned at the ground. Oh, okay. Back, and okay. These, yeah, and these... Um, camp counselors are all about like scaring each other and okay, pulling yeah. pranks. No, that's a good one. I thought you meant I thought you meant back to Camp Stonewater, but no. Going, what's going on? At camp, how are those kids doing? <laughs> I was back like, at who camp cares? Stonewater? <laughs> Let's just ditch our three day trip. What's going Let's go on? Back with some twelve year olds. I got yeah. FOMO. No, that makes sense. That they're gonna go seek out Camp Blackfoot. Yeah, they're yeah. gonna go seek out mm-hmm. Camp Blackfoot to figure out what happened yeah, there. Let's go tell some more ghost stories and make yes. the girls scared. Yes. Okay, that's a good prediction. Um, although. So that's not really like a you know that's just like a thing that might mm-hmm, happen I, mm-hmm. I don't know how yeah. exciting that plot point is yeah. um and then number two plot point is that the last scene or like the climactic scene is going to be some sort of canoe chase on the river i like this canoe chase well because i don't know they just have they set up this whole thing where it's like this canoe trip yeah and all make the sure you're with somebody who's a strong, strong swimmer. swimmer yeah it's mm-hmm. gonna be hard to get back it's a three-day yeah. trip yeah. So I have a feeling it's going to be like this, like, you Do know. you think they're going to play like, like sinister banjo in the background as they have like a high speed <laughs> canoe chase? No. No? Because is it because you can't have a sinister banjo? Well, you can, as we found out. I think they're going to play some awesome 80 cent music. Maybe so. Okay. Yeah. Well, I just saw in the opening credits, it's like, oh, banjo song played by this person. Oh, okay. I know there's some more banjo. Okay, that's so come yeah, in. maybe I'm wrong about that. Maybe they're going to play some cool banjo. Maybe so. Um, well, anyways, we're really excited to find out what happens what is going burning. to happen 
We've been enjoying this movie. Yeah, it's been good. So we're going to pause here. So just as just as the gut reaction format, we're going yeah. to pause. We're going to watch the second half of the movie. We're going to come back and see if our predictions were way off. Yeah. If we were accurate, test our slasher logic uh, prowess. Yeah. And yeah, see who wins. See who wins. This is not really a competitive thing, <laughs> but last time we did points, and I think we ended in a tie. I think we time. did tie last time, which I mean, and it seems like we have a lot of similar predictions. Who knows what's going to happen? We could die again. Yeah, I am just excited to see the second half of this movie. Yeah, it's been on my list for so long. Yeah, I'm, even though I feel like you kind of already know. No, I don't know. You don't know. I I truly don't okay. Know. No, all I right. know something big is going to happen. That's all that I know. I thought something small was going to happen. Yeah. Like, oh, everyone goes to bed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right. We will see you in a few. Welcome back. <laughs> we just watched the second half of The Burning. And great. Yeah, it was, it was good. really good. So if you haven't um, finished the second half of The Burning, then make sure to pause now. Go watch there the second are definitely half. Definitely spoilers. Lots that are of spoilers happen. coming along. Right now. Yes. So we will quickly <laughs> just uh, give a little recap of the second half. Yeah. So we left off when, you know, Eddie and Karen were in the woods and he's like, come on, Karen, I know you want it. And she's like, I don't know, Eddie, I like you, but I don't like your body. And he persuades her to get into that lake nude. Yes. And that's and death sense. Yes. The first half, um, you know, before we cut to our break, uh, is definitely setting up um, or like setting tension, but nothing had mm -hmm. really happened yet. And we knew something was going to happen pretty soon because they were like, yeah, there were a couple of like false the... scares. Yeah. Uh, like there's like, I don't know, like a pigeon or something that popped out of somewhere. Yeah. And, um, and then sure enough, um, right when we started the second half, um, they Eddie did Karen, get right into it. Yeah. They, they got they nude go skinny dipping and they got in that lake and Eddie's being very forward and pushy. Mm -hmm. And Karen's like, oh, I'm only doing this because I like your mind. Mm -hmm. And she doesn't want to Wait, do it. Wait, she likes his mind? You know, because I, I think... Don't, is that what she likes about him? I don't she know. She likes She's him. Confused. She's very confused. I don't think she ever said, I like your mind. Well, that's like the subtext that I'm okay. inferring because she likes him, but doesn't want him in that way. So right. I'm guessing that that means that you like their mind, right? I don't know. I think she just she knew how him. Eddie... She likes Eddie. She likes his personality. I mean, I feel like, you know, mind and personality go yeah. hand in hand. So she likes his personality, but not when he's being very pushy, like in the lake. And he finally gets PO'd because she's not doing what he wants. And he's mm -hmm. like, fine, get out of here. And he splashes her yeah. very petulantly. And she's like, ah. Yeah. Ended. And then she takes off. She leaves. And then she's like, crap, where are my clothes? And she's like crying. She's like, come on, guys, this isn't funny. And her there's like a little like scavenger hunt for her clothes. And well, Cropsy's kind of he's got a sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> Puts one shoe over here, another shoe that way. Panties dangling on a tree. 
Yeah. I am glad that he left her her shoes first. Very thoughtful. Of that Cropsey. is thoughtful. Cause like, yeah. I mean, or, at, you know, we also at this point thought maybe it's not Cropsey. Maybe it's someone the else. friends. Oh, I don't know. I'm, I was pretty sure it was Cropsey. Well, because... I had, I had um, predicted that maybe it was Todd and oh. you had predicted that maybe it was uh, one of the previous campers from the original camp from camp right Blackfoot. right but re regardless i felt like it was the killer yeah 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 okay so i, I feel like it was the killer by this point because we we had like the foggy lens that was like peeping on them in mm -hmm. the lake mm -hmm. uh and she she finally finds her panties i think she finds her shirt and then cropsy gets her um <laughs> or the killer the unknown killer at this point gets her yeah um Poor so yeah. sally yeah. And I thought Karen. Sally. Yeah, Karen. Oh, Karen. Oops. Karen. Okay. Yeah. I'm jumping ahead. Um, Karen. Yeah. Poor mm -hmm. Karen. Poor Karen. And it's like, it's not fair, you know? I mean, if you're following like the horror tropes of whoever has sex dies, she didn't do it. But yeah, I mean, if you think it, even if you think it and you get the slightest bit nude, she got completely nude. Yeah. Um, and then we had totally thought done. that Eddie was going to be next to go pretty quickly, but yeah, he's no, not. He he made it. He like, you know, took a nap somewhere afterwards. Yeah. He's, he's like, just Eddie, sleeping up. in the Where's woods. Karen? And... He's like, what? She got mad for something stupid and whatever. I don't know where she is. Yeah. That's always, this yeah. is like pre cell phone days. So anytime anyone takes off, it's like they got mad and stormed off. Yeah. We don't know. Well, what I mean, even if they had cell phones, they probably wouldn't have service. So yeah. that's the good thing about the woods is that even a film, like if the burning was remade today, you could still have that whole like, oh, there are no cell phones. You can't call them. I mean, maybe. Or in horror movies today, they always have to have the batteries just about to die. And then when something happens, the battery dies. Yeah. And like when you're in the middle of the woods, you can still have the same the same amount of no technology as you did back in the 80s. Yeah. So that's what's cool about camping <laughs> movies. Um, so Karen. Karen's gone. She gets off. Eddie, she's cut. He's taking, he's sleeping taking in the woods. Snooze. But Alfred. Um, was he peeping on them or am I no, jumping ahead? No, you jumped okay, ahead. I'm jumping so, ahead again. Um, then they're like, okay, we need to, where are all the canoes? I think like Michelle and Todd are grilling Eddie. Like, where are the canoes? The canoes are gone. He's like, oh, I think Karen took all six of them. <laughs> <laughs> or they think that maybe she let them go by accident. Like, yeah, she, she took one canoe and the other five floated yeah. away. Either way, like, they're trying to figure out what happened to yeah, Karen. Yeah, Michelle's like, Karen wouldn't go back to the, you know, the main camp at night. And like, this is odd. Something weird it is going off, on. It seems off, but they're accepting it. Yeah, they're accepting it. And they're like, well, can't we just walk back to camp and they're like no it's super far so right so they've established that you, the only way back is by boat they have to make a raft yeah and so, so they so now yeah they don't have any canoes they know that like they should probably get back to camp and just check to see if karen's back there um so yeah. todd being the crafty boy scout he is decides to construct a raft well he i, th I don't think he constructs it really he like has like a, a bunch of lackeys activity. he's like you get some wood yeah so everyone splits off to find wood and that's code for glazer to find <laughs> sally and you know make his move and right. sally is a little bit more wanting than Karen was. Mm -hmm. um, Sally really does like Glazer, and she doesn't look like she's having a very good time with him in this moment. I have to be honest. Well, she's telling. She's also telling Glazer like, "Cool it, buddy. Cool it." Well, kind of. But then they find a sleeping bag, and they get busy in the sleeping bag, and she's like, "Oh, this isn't that fun." <laughs> <laughs> 
He's like, I promise it'll be better next time. Yeah, I know. He's like, I'm sorry. He's it all wasn't talk, that Glazer, good. all talk. <laughs> I do like that he admitted. He's like, yeah, it'll be better next time. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, okay, there can be a next time. He's like, really? That's awesome. All right. I'm going to build you a fire, girl, and I'm going to warm you up. Yeah. Glazer has an interesting <laughs> sort of like back He's really romantic, story. you know, like. It's like be- he, he, it's almost like he has to live up to being this like, tough guy. He's but got to he live up to it. He knows he's a big softy. Yeah. And he just wants to keep his lady warm. <laughs> and comfortable and so he's like i'm gonna go back to camp another camp not the camp but like some camp where alfred's sleeping and just to steal some matches to come yeah. back so they can cuddle up next to the yeah fire. yeah so he steals the matches and then alfred wakes up and he follows glazer this yeah. is when alfred comes into play okay, okay. back to his peeping tom ways yeah he follows glazer because he knows where glazer is that's where sally is and where sally is she's probably naked so yeah but Sally gets so Sally. Off. No, Sally's sleeping at the moment under the sleeping bag. Yeah, and uh, Glazer like sneaks up on her. He's like, "Oh, well, girl, are you sleeping?" But she's dead. I know. So yeah, so but she, Glazer doesn't know that. But she's um, kind of killed, like kind of off screen. Yeah, like, she, she struggles. Yeah, so she's Cropsey like, "No, comes please with don't." The shears, yeah. and then she kind of like puts her hands up. Yeah. and struggles a little bit. So and they for all away. we know, maybe Cropsey did run away, and maybe Sally I mean, did yeah, just there go was to bed. Like, yeah, there was still that <laughs> sort of you didn't see yeah, her die. There's maybe. still a shred of hope that maybe Sally just like passed out from fear. Yeah, and um, so Glazer goes up to her bed and like you know un un folds it a little bit and then crops he pops out of the sleeping bag yep. and i'm like wow he was able to like share this little sleeping bag with with sally and it still looked like one person very <laughs> very sneaky cropsy is clever clever and Crafty sneaky, and yeah. clever yeah and he pops out and he like stabs um glazer let's see how does he kill him? i think he gets him like right in the neck yeah, I think he does. Um, and he gets him in the neck and kind of like lifts him up off the ground and pins him to a tree. Um, the uh, the shears go actually through his neck and through his. Back. That's right. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. Yeah, it was a really. It was actually a pretty good, pretty good effect. Good mm-hmm. job, Tom Savini. Yeah, yeah. We watched we like a little behind no the scenes less after. From you. Yeah, he like constructed these like new shears, like went around the neck and like under the collar and came out the back. I was pretty neat looking. Yes. Um, and but Alfred sees the whole thing. He's like, "Oh no, I'm scared." Yeah. So Alfred freaks out. He goes back to um, grab Todd. Yeah, he tells Todd, Todd doesn't really believe him. He's like, "Like stop, like yeah. you're making stuff up." And um, then like, and then know, he's gonna... and then Cropsy pops out and slashes Todd over the eye. Well, after they go back to check it out. Yeah. They go back to check it out. So Alfred actually convinces Todd, let's go back, okay, check yeah. it out. And then um, that's when they have uh, a run in with Cropsey. Yeah. And it's sort of like a near near miss kind of thing. Like Todd gets slashed. Todd gets slashed. He's obviously okay. because Alfred just, just like, bolts. He's Alfred running bolts. through the woods. And I think Cropsey does pursue Alfred, but loses him. Todd's okay. Yeah. And then I think uh, we see our rafters, right? Yeah. Then this is when, you know, um, before the break, I was kind of talking about like, I heard that there was some crazy scene and I thought that it was going to be in the climax of the scene. Yeah. But the scene is actually the scene that comes up next. Yeah. 
The raft scene. Yeah, the raft scene. The so they have this scene. little makeshift raft that, you know, Todd that organized. So they yeah. can go back to camp. And there's I, like six of five them. Five of them. Five. Yeah. So it's, you know, we have, we have Woodstock. Woodstock. We have Eddie. Eddie. Um, and then um, Dave, a.k.a. Jason, Jason Alexander's love interest is on the raft. Yeah. Uh, don't, and I then, don't know what her name is. Who knows? A couple love other interest. kind of like... And no two other campers. girls are on on in the back of the raft. There's also the um the tall blonde guy. Oh, who's the, like the other okay. friend. You're right. So you it's don't really get his name. I don't think the no name crush, another girl, and some random guy in the back. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The the two I think most important are Eddie and Woodstock, and they're in the front. They're, they're in leading the, front. the raft, yeah. and they have yeah. these cute little makeshift oars. They're still having a good time. Yeah, they're, they're like, like hoot, oh, hoot, we're hoot, hoot. paddling back. Yeah, we're having a great having time. Having a grand old this time. Raft. Yeah, and they're just in it. The, all the conversation sounds very casual and very like you know camp like, and they're just like you know splashing each other. And, yeah, Eddie is still um, kind of pissed though because he's, he's just like, he's like oh row faster on this makeshift raft. and he was kind of accused of you know maybe doing something to like set yeah Karen off yeah and... um so they're you know having some you know playful arguments mm -hmm. um but still having fun and then they see a canoe they're like oh there's the canoe that must be karen yeah there's um, our canoe there's the canoe and the way that it's shot like we just like slowly slowly creep up on this canoe and the you hear like the kids like hooting and hollering and splashing they're having a great time and then the um the music gets um, more and more bit. intense and like yeah. layers on top of like the joyful voices yeah. and we get closer and closer and as an audience member you're kind of expecting like they're going to find karen's body yeah i'm like oh know she's karen's dead. in there and karen's we, it's going to be this big like yeah you yeah, a big reveal of like Karen's ugly body. and chopped up. Um, but then they get closer and Woodstock's like, okay, I'm going to get in. I'm going to get in, you guys. And Woodstock gets ready to jump into the canoe and then Cropsy stands up. Pops out. Holds up the garden shears. Yeah, really cool shot. If you probably Google the burning, this is that's probably this the scene. This is the you're shot. Yeah, light, I think sunlight it's on some, shining on the posters through. And, yeah. Luckily, we didn't watch the trailer before we seen this movie because it would have ruined it. Yeah, it's that. <laughs> the trailer is that image over and over again. Yeah, yeah. And it's like... It, and then shows like most of that It shows most of this scene. raft scene. That's why yeah. I don't like trailers, They didn't, trailers, they didn't care about spoilers back yeah, in the Yeah, I know. I, I have a love-hate relationship with trailers because I love them when I'm watching a movie in the theater. And like you could have like six six trailers and I'm happy as a clam. Yeah. I love the trailers. Yeah. But if I'm renting a movie or um, watching a movie for the first time at home, I will make it a point to not watch the trailer of that movie, movie yeah. I'm about to watch. And I think one of the things that makes this scene surprising is um, the fact that there's five kids on this raft and they're, they're, they're kind of helpless. They're like floating down the river. They're not really anywhere to run. Yeah. So... And they can really do nothing. So they all just get slaughtered. They get slaughtered. Woodstock has his fingers chopped off. Um, Eddie gets stabbed in, in the throat. In the throat. Um, one of the no-name girls gets slashed, like gashed across the forehead. Some girl, I think, just a dies couple, and falls in the yeah, water. Yeah. So, um, I mean, it was it was like a, fast a, the way that it was cut and the way, yeah, everything happens really quick. Yeah. Um, it was shot really, really well. Um, and it's... It was like a like an oh shit moment. It's like pure panic, and I do and I did appreciate how fast it was shot and edited together because often, in, I think some of those 
early horror, early slasher movies, things happen so slowly and the actors have to justify getting away slowly, mm-hmm. you know, because if this thing was not edited that quickly, you'd be thinking, just jump in the water, swim away. Mm-hmm. Um, but the way it was edited, you're like, they didn't have time. Cropsy was like a machine, like chop, chop, yeah. chop, chop. Pops up, then slashes them all. Yeah. And it really justified all of the actor's actions. And I, I appreciate that when you don't have some poor actor who has to like crawl away slowly or fall 10 times just to let the killer catch up. Yeah. And I think also in slashers, usually the kills are sort of like one on one. Like it's usually someone splits off from the group and then they're kind of killed. A lot of times. But sometimes it's like way. there are two. There's often a couple, I feel like. And the killer will get one of the, the people in the couple. Right. And the other one's like, oh, I'm like, okay, yeah, I, but I think that's what made the scene so shocking is so that it's just like a straight them. on massacre. Yeah. Five against one, and you believe it. You believe yeah. that. And it's like, stand a I'm chance. also thinking, like, why is he in that canoe? Did he know they were coming? And He's, then maybe like swam out in the canoe. He was taking a nap too. Okay? I mean, it's probably like stalking them the whole time. So maybe he knew they were going is to it, be. Oh, they're making a raft. I'm going to get in this canoe. Or They'll maybe he's like trying me. to stop them from getting back to camp. Yeah. Like he saw them take off and, and then quickly like ran through the woods, got his canoe. Yeah. And, then and I like, mean, oh, he is gonna... a pretty severe burn victim. So I imagine that he still needs to rest every so often. Oh, so you think he was just taking a nap? He's tired. <laughs> No, I think he was he was clever and cunning. Okay, so fine. he knew He's like if they saw tired. one of the canoes floating in the river, then mm-hmm. maybe they'll come you know, come out. Yeah, after he it. really planned ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Smart Smart um, Cropsy. Yes. Smart <laughs> wasn't, maniac. Wasn't given enough credit back in the day when he was the the drunk caretaker yeah <laughs> he really he had a lot of time to kind of stew and think about yeah. his actions yeah. and maybe he sobered up in that time too so he's a little more clear of mind and then he realized his true calling was it would yeah planning it would have been pretty pathetic if it's like all right this guy got burned he survived his the you know being burned alive but he's still kind of a stumbling drunk and can't really do anything and hey if sad. anything that incident sobered him up because, That's what I'm saying. I yeah, think as a sober man now, he, he he's like razor sharp focus. Razor sharp. Pun, no pun intended. Ding. Pun intended. Good. <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, so that's the big yeah, scene. That was the big scene. Yeah, and, and that then, was I was shocked because I really thought it was Karen. <laughs> yeah, and then we well then we have um, Michelle and Michelle's group. Um, they're like on like a little. It's um, Michelle and Todd, and they're talking about how. Um, they're just, they're kind of uneasy about the whole situation and something's not right. It's just them two alone. No, it's not because Todd at this point is gashed across the head. No, they have their scene in the forest. No, that was before all this happened. Yeah. No. Oh, at that point he's like panicked. Yeah. At this point, Todd and Alfred are like off in the woods and like lost. Right. Michelle and her, the rest of the the campers are on like a little um, beach or like a little bank and Mm -hmm. they see a raft. They see the raft floating Come around the corner and they're like, oh, there they are. Yeah. Or they're they're like, wait, why is the raft floating back? It should be at camp. Like they should be at camp. And I did wonder like, how did it float back? Where I... 
They were kind of swimming up current. So oh, they if were no one's rowing, yeah. So if oh, no okay. one's rowing, it's going to come sense. back. Yeah. All right, fine. So the raft comes back, and no one's moving on this raft. There are a bunch of lumps on the raft you can see from the distance, mm. and they're all shouting. Like Jason Alexander and his friends are all shouting, and Michelle's like, "I'll go swim out there." So she takes the initiative because she's like, you know, camp leader, mm-hmm. and she's swimming out there, and she gets to the raft. And a bloody hand falls on her shoulder and she grabs the hand. And it's one of those kind of like Jurassic Park scenes where there's nothing attached to the hand. (laughs) Ah, And she screams and falls back in the water. It's a mess. Yeah. Yeah. And then at that point, now they're in full panic mode. Now they're in full panic. And but by they that realize point, that they only have one way out, which is to get back to the camp and get help. Yeah. And so by they that, actually have to take the raft. Well, by that point, Todd meets up with them. Yeah. Um, and Todd is like bleeding from the head. Okay. And um, all the campers are, are crying. And um, yeah. So Todd's like, I have to stay here and find Alfred. You guys take the raft back to camp and get mm-hmm. help. And so... Everyone but Todd gets on this raft. They don't really say or show what happened to the the body parts, but there are no body parts on that raft Well, <laughs> when they take it back. It actually looked to me like the raft was mostly empty and there was maybe just a limb or something. I don't think so. I think it had like... It didn't look like there was a pile of bodies on I it. I mean, it didn't look like a pile of bodies, but it did look like a pile of like things. Yeah. Maybe and they just kind of quickly sloughed it off. Yeah. They just the... like dumped it in the river. Yeah. Yeah. Because they, they know they need to use it to get back to I camp. know. I mean, I, I kind of wanted to know, like, what did they do? Like, who was the one that had to, like, dump all these, like, arms and legs in the river? Probably Michelle. Probably Michelle. Yeah. she yeah. She's the leader. Yeah. Um. So that so then they take the raft back to camp. They, they actually it make it back to camp. In record time. They, they do it. <laughs> well, really they're fast. panicked. <laughs> yeah. And then so they Speed alert rolling. the, like, main camp guy. Yeah. The main camp guy. And he's like, oh, you guys are joking. And she's like, look at them. And they're all crying. And he's like, oh, it's an elaborate joke. Um, so they, they call <laughs> the cops. And then they take like, a little motorboat to get back to Todd and Alfred. Right. Meanwhile, Todd's looking for Alfred. Alfred and finds And Alfred's him. still just bolting he's through the woods. Bolting. He's nonstop running. Yeah. I he's did think that was, a, that was a cool shot, though, showing Alfred, like, running through the woods. And he finds this, like, the walls of an abandoned mine. And yeah. he's just, like, sweating all the way down his shirt in, like, pure panic. Um, and yeah, it was a cool shot. Yeah. It was. And then him walking through this mine, just going deeper and deeper. I'm thinking, where are you going, buddy? But, <laughs> and it was very tense. It was like, oh, crap. He's going to be behind any of these corners yeah he does find him at one point and grabs him but then alfred kind of like gets gets away away. yeah but later at then alfred and we have cropsy alfred and todd kind of in the climactic moment um michelle made it back to camp she's like heading back but she's not quite back yet um but they're like we're setting up the final scene now well well, they are. We know that they're that Michelle and the the main count counselor on um, like a motorboat heading yeah. towards Todd. Yeah. And Cropsy gets a hold of Alfred and pins him to a wall with the shears. Yeah, he's using Alfred as bait. Right. To get and you're like, oh, Todd. he didn't kill him. He's trying to lure Todd. Yeah. And at this point, we're like kind of like piecing things yeah, together. Like, oh, it's like, okay, Todd, Todd was totally there at mm-hmm. the first camp five yeah. years ago. And- yeah. And so we start seeing flashbacks like Todd makes it to like, you know, the center of the mine and we see him flash back to like that night. Uh, mm-hmm. They kind of replay the the first scene. Yeah. And they're like, what do you think, Todd? Yeah. And then Todd's there. He's feeling <laughs> Todd guilty. Was there. 
Yeah. <laughs> he knows. A- and he wasn't the ringleader. He was like some random guy. Like there are four boys and a ringleader. I still don't know what the ringleader's name was. Who who knows? It doesn't matter at this point. It's like I was what happened to those that he was guys. not the ringleader. Yeah. What Which happened to like, those other campers? Jamie, Kent, Snoop, and Todd. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway. So anyway. Well, Todd was the one that came back to camp. So he's the one who He's the only one that came back to camp. Yeah. Had revenge sought yeah. on him. Somehow Cropsey got a hold of like the list of campers. I was like, I recognize that name. Todd. Maybe Cropsey was just going back to camp every year Hoping. and waiting. Yeah, waiting for one of them to come back. Yeah, and he's then, like, someone's going to come back. Yeah, and then he sees Todd. He's like, oh, Todd, I recognize that guy. That's yeah. one of the guys that burned me. <laughs> he's like, it's not the main one, but I'll take it. Or, you know, maybe the me. other, maybe like Snoop and Billy or whoever their names are. Kent and Kent. Jamie. Jamie and Billy and all them. Maybe yeah. they moved out of state and Cropsey's like, I'm, I'm cool. Get to I'm going to stay in this state. Yeah. yeah, so got to got to take revenge where you can get it. Yeah. Okay. So, so he's Todd. like opportunistic revenge. Seeker. Yeah, because maybe they yeah maybe they moved far away. He's practical then. I mean that's that's good thinking because he is a severe burn victim. <laughs> he only has so much energy. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's fueled by pure rage. Okay, fine. He's got a lot of energy. plenty energy. Anyway, so. <laughs> So we're in the um, the the copper shaft or the mine shaft. Yeah, or Todd finds it is. Alfred, and then you see Cropsy coming from like down the hall of these slats in this abandoned mine, and he's got this little flamethrower. And this was kind of a cool scene to see him slowly getting. Yeah, closer he's got Alfred closer. pinned to a wall yeah. as bait, and then he's got the flamethrower. So got it's like, yeah, he's been plotting this he's revenge plotting. for a long time. Yeah, uh, and then he goes to flame Todd. And then, uh, Cropsy gets it in the back. How did that happen? With the garden shears. Alfred. Yeah, Alfred. Got himself free and stabbed him in the back with the garden shears. Yeah. Alfred saved the day. Yep. And then Todd and Alfred are like, all right, it's all over. Let's stumble out of this thing and not look behind us. Yes. And that's when Cropsy comes back for that final scare. Yes. And then Todd. The classic trope. The killer classic. is never dead the first never time. Never dead put the him first down. time or the second time because the first one was kind of the burning. Well, by the time you get to the 2000s slashers, then it's like, yeah, they get a little ridiculous with yeah. it where the killer just keeps coming back and keeps coming back. Yeah. Or any of the Friday the 13th, it's like, mm. you know, mm. you think you think you could put Jason down. No, you you can't, can't put him down. Nothing can keep Nothing Jason can stop down. Him, no. No chains and no nothing underwater. No. no summoning your old your old dead dad. You can't even contain him to None a campsite anymore. Like now he gets to go to Manhattan. <laughs> he gets to go to space. Yeah, he wants a vacation. <laughs> he gets to go He's anywhere he wants place, to. Yeah. yeah. Cropsy a little more reason. Yeah. He's more more realistic, you know. More he just wanted to come yeah. back a couple times. Uh Todd gets him in the face with an axe that he had. And then Alfred's like, I'm not taking any chances. I'm grabbing that flamethrower. Yeah. And lights him a flame. Yes. And Cropsy is done. Cropsy is there pinned to um a like pinned a to support. A, a pole a beam, with an axe. Axe in his head and burning. And burning again. So coming full circle. Full circle burning. Yes. No sequels for that guy. No sequels. No. A lot of the um, campers actually survive. Yeah. So when we get to our, our predictions, when we kind of go through the the points, I was just like, oh, man, I thought this was going to be a slaughter fest. I mean, it, it was. But if you saw that cafeteria much. scene, I mean, I, they really did have quite a few. I thought there were going to be like 50 kills in this. 
Your crop season's gonna, gonna go crazy. Light the whole camp on fire. <laughs> go nuts. Oh, get yeah. you <laughs> Boy, was I wrong. Told you, Cropsy's tired. Yeah. Oh, to- and then they end the movie on um, kind of a new set of campers telling the story right. of Cropsy around the fire. Right. Because um, so, apparently Cropsy is like an old campfire story. Yeah. And I, I think when we were talking about before about how neither of us have ever had that summer camp experience. So that must have been a big thing, especially maybe yeah. like East Coast teenagers. I know. I feel kind of left out that I never got to, to hear the Cropsy story. Yeah. So, I mean, apparently Tony Malum did. And I think the movie was supposed to be called like the Cropsy Maniac. Mm. Uh, and then they changed it to the burning. Yeah, the the burning's a lot cooler. The burning I'm sounds glad more sinister. Yeah. yeah, the Cropsy Maniac sounds kind of silly. I'm like, all right, know the Cropsy Maniac sounds like some like maniac cops. <laughs> or I was gonna say like some true crime, really mm. bad documentary on yeah. Netflix. Yeah, page three. Maniac Cropsy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I like the title of the burning. Um, Should we get to our prediction? Let's get to our predictions. All right. The moment everybody's been waiting for to see how wrong or right, right we are. We were. Yeah. And I'm shooting myself in the foot a little bit about because. Sally. Well, yes, about Sally. I totally misjudged that. <laughs> like 100% misjudged that. But also, I kind of had um, Cropsy's storyline correct. And then I went back and changed it and then changed it for. Uh, uh incorrectly yeah i was way wrong about about the killer (laughs) (laughs) i made it way too complex and um very surprised that uh jason alexander's character dave survived i thought he was going to die let's go let's go through them all right let's go through them and we're going to tally our points um, we've already kind of pre-tallied just because it did get confusing last time, but you yeah. know, we're going to go through and tally it. All right. Points. So, so my first one, um, Tiger did not Tiger. die. All those, uh, yeah, the, the Chekhov, um, oh, Chekhov's man. gun Chekhov's references gun. and the little kind of Easter eggs or the little like I was details. like, why was there a hanging tiger in the boys' cabin? They were just sick sick boys seems like a missed opportunity totally. for the director to i was disappointed do something with that because tiger that didn't been... die so therefore i get no point for tiger that. Uh, tiger was I, I would say tiger if i had a guess tiger's age i would say tiger was like 14 years like old 12. so it would have been pretty bad to well kill, okay like, she felt i felt like she kid. was older at first like when she was like traipsing through the woods in her like little crop top and mm-hmm. tiny tiny shorts i thought she was older but then when she stood next to like michelle or any of the other girls that got killed i was like all right she's pretty young (laughs) i feel like the prime slasher teenage age is like 17 to 19 yeah something like that unless unless you're watching sleepaway camp i I feel like if well yeah 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 okay so yeah tiger doesn't get it (laughs) no point for that um but woodstock Woodstock, yes. Woodstock gets it. I get one point for Woodstock dying, but I don't get a point for his death because I thought he was going to get shot in the eye and then, or like stabbed yeah. in the eye. Yeah. Nope. Just hand chopped Not off. too many creative kills with Cropsy. And I kind of thought that might be the case, like, because he had these these shears. I'm like, oh, he's got to yeah. use the shears the whole time. I didn't think he was going to get It super is hard to be with, precise with gardening shears, I think. Yeah, it's not like, um, you know, we keep talking about uh, Jason in Friday the 13th, but Jason will, he'll, he'll kill his victims in a number of ways, like whether it's with the machete yeah. or just like 
bashing their head until yeah, their eyes just popping their head. Out. Yeah. Yeah. Or like throwing them out a window. Yeah. Cropsy just has his weapon. So, I mean, yeah. Woodstock dies one point, but you know. I also had that Woodstock died. So I get one point for that. But I had it incorrect because I said he was in his better tent um masturbating yeah i mean that would have made sense too. <laughs> getting his throat chopped yeah i was like way detailed on the uh my predictions and, i think we both know. were yeah i mean i think it's fun to kind of make yeah. make up the story mm-hmm. in that way but yeah i was wrong that's all right i got a point i'm yeah. good with that um my next was dave i do not get a point for dave nor dying. do i no, he yeah. gets to live he gets to live so yes that's cool yes uh what about eddie um, well, I got a point because I said that he died, mm-hmm. but I thought he was going to die in the woods after oh. having sex with yeah. Karen. That seemed like a pretty obvious thing. So it yeah. was surprising that he got away from that moment, but yeah. he did not escape the fate of death. Yeah. I, I, I get a point for him dying. Um, mm-hmm. I, I said that he gets cut in the lake. I thought he was going to get cut in the lake while he was like with Karen. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did not get cut in the lake at that point. He does get cut in the lake while on a raft later on. So <laughs> is do I get a point for... for you can get half a point. Okay, for so I get half a point for him getting cut in the lake yeah. in general. Yeah, because okay. it's... Yeah, if the, it was... You had kind of the combination in, of the correct words. I was in the words, right but, area. Yeah. yeah. He okay. was on water and he was stabbed yeah. in some ways. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, Karen. Oh, hold on. Let's see. Eddie. Yes. And Karen. Yeah. Yeah. I get a point for Karen dying. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did say that she would get cut in the woods after ditching Eddie mm-hmm. for being too forward. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. felt like that was a pretty good. Yeah. That was pretty accurate. So far, that was the best prediction. Thank you. I think that's the only one. <laughs> I really got it. I also had that Karen died, but I said that she would um, get stabbed in the gut after running away and falling down multiple times. Uh, to my surprise, none of the teenagers really fell down while being yeah. chased in the woods. Yeah, that's actually kind of refreshing. I like that they didn't Alfred even would, have a yeah. chance. You Alfred know? was running through the woods for like a solid 15 minutes of the movie. Yeah, and, and he didn't and trip it once. showed. Yeah, he was like, he was sweating. Balls. Yeah, these were some savvy campers. They yeah. really knew their yeah. way. And also a testament to the savvy, um, savviness of Cropsy, you know? Yeah. Because these these campers were so fit, yet Cropsy got them anyway. Yes. Yeah. He was cunning. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So a point for Karen. Just one, though, on that one. Um, let's see. what Who else did you have? Glazer. Glazer, yes. Yeah. I had Glazer as well. Yeah. So I yeah. get a point for that. I get a point for Glazer as well. Um, I said that he got cut in the woods while taking a pee after love making <laughs> with Sally. So I don't get a point for cause of death or like way of death. I mean, we must have seen way too many movies yeah. where the, We're so the guys like peeing in pee. the woods and then yeah. gets killed. Cause I, yeah, that was my prediction for Eddie. It's like, all right, yeah. somebody's gotta be, someone's gotta get off the while woods peeing. And, yeah. <laughs> um, I, so I had that he died as well, mm-hmm. um, that he was going to be, gutted i thought in a tom savini style like full-on yeah. entrails mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um maybe they didn't have the budget for that or, mm, i don't yeah. know maybe maybe uh he already used that gag in dawn of the dead so he's well just like, i mean well. yeah and he already used like the the gutting of the prostitute in the beginning so mm-hmm. he can't have everyone get stabbed in the true. gut yes that's true um but glazer yeah did have um 
kind of a crazy death scene where he is stabbed in the throat and then the blade goes through yeah. um, to his back and he's pinned against a tree mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you see his feet kind of like dangling off the dangling. ground. Dangling, yeah. So Crafty's strong. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sally. Um, I said that Sally mm-hmm. would die. So I get a point for Sally dying. Um, I did say that she was cut in the tent waiting for Glazer. There was no tent, but she was in a <laughs> sleeping bag. Yeah. And she was waiting for Glazer. Yeah, that's pretty close. All right. Okay. Is that like half point or is that full point? I don't know. What do you think? I think that might be half point. Half point? Okay. Yeah. Or would you, did you put a full point? If, I, you, if you have, if you gave yourself a full point, that's fine. Well, you gave yourself a full point. Because I mean, there was did no tent. Did you give tent. yourself a full point? I All right. Half point for that. Half point because she was waiting, but there was no tent involved. Okay. Um, I have that Sally survived, so get zero points for that. <laughs> <laughs> I totally misread that. I didn't. I thought she was the main character, the final girl. But oh boy, was I wrong. Man, she got naked in the very beginning. She can't be the final girl. Yeah. You can't have the final girl naked. Well, ever. oh yeah, that's right. She got naked that's in right, the shower. Right. Yeah. That goes against slasher rules. I yeah. should have thought about that. I final didn't think about that. Final girls don't even take showers. <laughs> they don't take showers yet. <laughs> they don't if you want to survive. <laughs> A horror movie. They do are, not take a shower. Yeah, they are never nudes. Never nudes. Never nudes. Um, and then my last person to die that I thought was going to die was that mm. main camp counselor guy. That I was guy. like rattling off the rules. <laughs> he didn't die. Did she say he was going to kind of just like just show like up die down off river? screen? Yeah, I thought he was going to like show up somewhere in a closet. Yeah. Nope. I want to I see the rewrite that you would do of this film. I feel like it would be good. Thank you. Appreciate that. <laughs> Mine would be kind of like a Rambo movie where people are just getting <laughs> off left and right and the body counts like 200. Mine's going to be all symbolism. <laughs> and just a lot of off screen deaths yeah. and a lot of people floating down river <laughs> and a lot of people peeing. Yeah. Mine's going to be called the floating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, is that... That's, are those all of your predictions? That's all, well, for deaths, yeah. Okay. okay, for deaths, let's see. Uh, you mentioned Woodstock. Um, mm-hmm. I had that Michelle was going to be chased down the river in uh, the climactic finale scene and then decapitated. <laughs> wow. um, maybe, I don't know, maybe I've been watching a little too much uh, Saw or, you know, that those we did that just genre. watch we, all the song yeah we did watch a lot of saw movies <laughs> no one recently. lives yeah um so maybe i'm being a little harsh on these characters mm-hmm. but michelle actually survived so yeah. i get zero points for that i get one point for michelle living because i did say that she would make it to the end yeah um did yeah okay so you get a point for that yeah um who else did i have i had other friend tiger um aka i didn't know her name at the point so i put other friend bad haircut stabbed <laughs> in the back um she's she actually survived so i get zero points for yeah. that but i get a point very proud of this point for other friend tall blonde guy nameless <laughs> tall blonde guy and i gave zero reasons for how he died but he was on the raft in the massacre scene oh, so i get a point for that i'm impressed yeah pretty good yeah he just seemed like i don't know he seemed killable seemed yeah seemed mm-hmm. like Someone that would probably Cropsy die. Cropsy fodder. Cropsy fodder, yes. <laughs> um, so those are all my deaths. Well, I did have that Cropsy was already dead. That was way off as well. Mm. That he was red herring. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. was way off as well. Um, that's yeah. all right. Maybe I was overthinking it. Maybe I should have just like simplified my predictions. But it's, that's okay because I had a lot of fun making those Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Um, for 
living people. I got yeah, those who survived. Who, those who survived. survived? Yeah. So I already said Michelle. Uh-huh. Um, Todd. I said that Todd would live because I thought it was going to be like you know, almost like a trio of survivors. You know, like a campfire. Mm-hmm. You need like three little blocks of wood to form like a teepee. You know. Okay. Three. Yes, the, your movie full of symbolism. Yes. yes, so my very symbolic movie has three survivors, uh-huh. like a tripod, like a teepee. <laughs> and those were Michelle, Todd, and Alfred. And mm-hmm. all three of them do live. Wow, so okay, yeah. good job. Thank you. Um, I actually forgot to mention, but I had that Todd dies. He almost survived, but was burned alive at the end Maybe in an alternate version, alternate ending, something yeah. like that would happen. But I did get that he was at the old camp. I feel like they were kind of setting that up and mm-hmm. that was like fairly obvious. Yeah. Um, I don't get any points for any of that stuff, though, because I didn't guess how he died. Mm. And I guessed incorrectly. So zero points once again for me. Um, although I think I'm doing OK because yeah. I because there were a lot of. There were a uh, lot of people. that died. So yeah. even though I got a lot of like no, non points and a lot of mistakes, yeah, I still did get some points. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah. Um, and is that it for you? For my survivors, I also had Sally, which I think I oh, mentioned yeah. um, already, and then um, I had that Alfred survived. Uh-huh. So that's a point there. That's a point. And I put that he has to swim to survive, which he didn't. He did not. No. I feel like that was another missed opportunity. That was, you know, as far as plot points. Yeah. Um, Todd, I had that Todd reveals that he was the unnamed ringleader of Cropsey's initial burning. Uh, He wasn't the ringleader, Mm -hmm. but he was involved. So I give myself half a point for that. Okay. Half a point. Half a point. Okay. Yeah. Um, Oh, I guess that um, Cropsey was actually Jamie. The... One of the unknown characters in the very beginning, the hesitant boy with the glasses. See, I wonder if you made that prediction because you know, we're also we've been watching a lot of Saw and Friday the 13th recently. Yeah, and well, they really focused on him not wanting to put his hand in the middle of like, let's go, let's go prank Cropsy. Um, he was like, oh, OK, I guess I'm in. So it felt like that he was, you know, almost like the. um the Jamie Lee Curtis and terror train, you know, where like she didn't quite want to do it, you know, but mm. she was like, okay, I'll go along with it. So she had some like redeeming qualities. And but, same, they, but her character was in that movie. It's not like they were, they were like, oh. I know, but I thought it was going to be the same thing with this Jamie character. Like, you know, he had some redeeming qualities in the beginning and they really focused on him not wanting to partake. So I really thought he would come back into play. Well, I was going to say like your thought of this nothing character being the How main killer <laughs> was from watching Friday the 13th 5 where the it's like a copycat oh. killer, but it's like the paramedic who happened to be the brother of the sorry, spoiler. Yeah, you just spoiled that one. <laughs> <laughs> we mentioned spoilers, but, you know. Yeah, well, okay, fine. I put too much stock in Jamie. Jamie was nothing. No point for Jamie being the killer. (laughs) (laughs) Um, My plot points were way off. I I put that uh, the group of teens were going to decide to go check out Camp Blackfoot Mm. and the ruins of Camp Blackfoot. Yeah. Didn't happen. No. I put that the last scene was going to be a canoe chase on the river. Didn't happen. And I put the killer is not actually Cropsy, but Todd. Uh Uh-huh. Did not happen. I think it's funny that we both had the thought that Cropsy was not Cropsy. I feel like we kind of were overthinking it and maybe like 
thought it was going to be some really crazy twist. Yeah, yeah. Um, I did have another plot point that Alfred would get to save the day, making him a little bit less weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and he does save the day. Good job. You get, so a, I get point a point there. for that. All right. And then I also had that um, for Cropsy's demise, he gets burned again. Coming full circle, which I'm, that's what I was shooting myself in the foot over because I wrote that and then crossed it out. So I actually can't give myself any points. Yeah. And so with like a little add on to like Cropsy burning again, I said that he would get (laughs) burned by Alfred. Wow. Is that another point? Is that two points? I just gave myself one point total for the demise. I feel like you got enough points already. So Yeah. yeah, let's tally your points. I did. I feel like we're just throwing out points. We're like, I got a point for this. I didn't get a point for this. Well, I, I pre-tallied mine. So That's that why I we wouldn't, pre-tally, we pre-tally because confused. if we were just doing this kind of on the fly, we, I think we would get really confused. Yeah, yeah. I did deduct half a point for something I had initially given myself a full point for. So, okay. I mean, that minor adjustment, I think, is fine. All right. Um, so, what is your total? My point total is seven. Aha. Uh-huh. Not bad. That's pretty good. I have Mm. 9.5. 9.5. 9.5. All right. So Elise is the burning prediction master today. The burning champion. (laughs) I feel like of the things that I got wrong, I probably had like way more than seven or nine. I think I had like 15 things. Well, good thing we're not deducting points for incorrect guesses. (laughs) We are only rewarded four guesses yeah and (laughs) like i was saying before i feel like my predictions were maybe influenced by the amount of twists that we saw that we've been watching in the saw movies we we did just watch some of the nonsense of friday the 13th movies and then we've watched seven friday the 13th movies i think all in the past three weeks yeah we're trying to course through (laughs) and rewatch some stuff watching watching a new yeah get acquainted with Mm -hmm. some stuff and yeah so that might have had an impact fine definitely yeah well that was Uh, fun yes so that's that's that that's i guess we can kind of talk about our final thoughts about the movie yeah um oh one thing okay we listened to part of the commentary um, after we watched it all. And uh, the director, Tony Malam, mentioned that to, to get that cool cropsy POV, they just kind of rubbed some um, some gel or like Vaseline mm. around the edges of the camera okay, um, to it. give cropsy like that very um, unique POV. Um, I think they're saying how like, you know, how some killers have like, you know, the breathing or... Um, how like when they shot Halloween, you have in the very beginning, he's wearing the mask and like the cameras like wearing the mm-hmm. mask. I thought that was very cool in Halloween. And so they kind of do a similar thing in in the burning where they give Cropsy a, a blurred vision, which is accurate because he's a severe burn victim. Yeah, you keep mentioning that. I'm just it's called so the burning. <laughs> impressed that because I really didn't think that he would be capable of doing all this stuff physically. Yeah. And apparently his eyesight is a little worse for, for wear. Yet he's But you able know, these things never stop the killers in these movies. Stopped I mean, him. once again, I will use Friday the 13th as an example. This boy is not alive. He's drowned. He has drowned. And then he just kind of magically <laughs> appears and then, you know, cannot well, be killed. So I think all logic is out I'm the window. I'm thinking with Friday the 13th, Jason did not drown. In fact, he was whisked away to a hospital, but because he looked so like terrible 
and waterlogged. They mm. couldn't identify him. And that's what, you know, Mama Voorhees didn't know that her son was alive. So <laughs> I think it's plausible that perhaps he survived and was just like waiting in the wings and watching over his mom, but didn't want his mom to see him because he was ugly. And yeah, OK, we'll save some of that uh, analysis for, <laughs> for when we when we talk about uh, Friday the 13th. Well, yeah, it's all camping. Yeah, it's all the same. Um, <laughs> anyways, I thought the burning was um, really great. I mean, I had definitely heard of it. I feel like it's um, pretty well known movie. It was uh, we were kind of watching some of the bonus features and it's like it was one of the video nasties and the video nasties are all like kind of cult classics now because it's like one of those things where if you ban something or if you tell someone no, then they want to go see that yeah. movie. Um, so, you know, I, I think it's had a following. And uh, when we watched some of the bonus features, um, all of the creators of movies like Tom Savini and the director, what, Tony Malum, Tony Malum, um, they did talk about that it was a success and it came out a year after Friday the 13th. So it was kind of in style at the time mm -hmm. to make a, make movies like that. Yeah. Um, a lot of the actors went on to have like really great careers um, so I feel like, you know, overall it was a success and a lot of people have heard of this movie. Um, oh, and Holly Hunter's in it. Very small. Oh yeah. She's like an extra. It's her, yeah. It's her first movie, <laughs> but she has like no lines. I, I, I mean, I think someone said that she had a line at the end, but I didn't hear her. I only knew she was in it when the credits started rolling. I was like, oh, Holly Hunter was a camper. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, probably her first movie. And yeah. 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 Uh, totally unknown at that point, but yeah. but uh, the director gives no credit for discovering her because it was kind yeah. of like a nothing. He part. was like, yeah, she didn't really have lines. I didn't discover her. He was very modest listening to him during the comment commentary. He's like, oh, I don't know if this is you know a classic or I don't know if this really had an impact on anything or if you know horror viewers um, like it. I don't know. He just seemed very modest as to its you know weight in the horror world mm. and he also said that you know he's not interested in that genre he um he made the movie i think because he said he hadn't done horror and so i think he was interested and mm -hmm. um but he didn't feel the need to stay in that genre mm. well i haven't heard of him as a director so i have no clue what else he has done and i think in the uh commentary on the dvd that we watched um Alan Jones, who is the one who is giving the interview, also mentioned like, you didn't really do anything after this. And he's like, yeah, huh, I've worked every decade since. Like, I think he's done a lot working. of TV. He I got think a little like worked... defensive about well, it. Well, I mean, because, okay, he hasn't done blockbuster hits, but I think he he has remained working steadily. And I think he probably did a lot of television. Yeah. Um, well, either way, doesn't matter. The Burning is a really good movie. Um, it is a, I would say it is a classic yeah. slasher. Yeah. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. As did I. <laughs> Two garden shears up. Yes. Makes me <laughs> love Tom Savini even more. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, check that one off the list. Should we like wrap it up? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we'll if wrap it up. If you managed to like to watch all the way to, to this point, thank you. Yes. Thanks for watching. You've mm. uh, stayed with us through the burning for well over an hour. Yeah, hopefully. And hopefully we can crop this down a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta gotta cropsy this one. Yep. Gotta cropsy this episode. Cool. All right.
right. All right. This has been an episode of Gutted.